0: the liturgical sense of the readings at Mass. In the Book of Wisdom, chapter 6, verses 12 through 16, we find a passage that speaks to us on the 32nd Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year A. This passage is consistent with the genre of Hellenistic literature that wisdom belongs to, which proposes to instruct and encourage the Jewish people who lived in Alexandria, Egypt, in a time of cultural and religious diversity. Far from their homeland, the Jews in Alexandria faced the challenge of staying faithful to their ancestral traditions and beliefs while being exposed to many other ideas and practices that could lead them astray or make them doubt their Jewish faith. In today's reading, the admonition is addressed not to kings of Israel, but to foreign kings and judges who rule over multitudes and boast of many nations. Although these foreign rulers may have a reasonable sense that their rule was won through blood inheritance or conquering their foes, the Lord reminds them in the next verse that your dominion was given to you from the Lord and your sovereignty from the Most High, who will search out your works and inquire into your plans. Because as servants of his kingdom, you did not rule rightly, nor kept the law, nor walk according to the purposes of God. So before we transition to the admonition in today's reading, the writer points to God as having the right to admonish, because he is the one from whom their authority comes to rule. He is a judge who judges all. Therefore, it is he whom they must obey. Now that the authority of God to admonish the ruler has been established, the message of mercy is also made clear. God appears to be compassionately interested in helping the ruler rule by teaching him wisdom so that they will not offend him. And by offending him, harm his people saying in verse nine, to you then O monarchs, my words are directed that you may learn wisdom and not transgress. However, before he teaches them wise things, he offers eight statements about who wisdom is. First, wisdom is unfading and resplendent, meaning that she does not diminish or lose value over time. Second, wisdom is readily perceived by those who love her, meaning that wisdom is actively sought after. Third, wisdom makes herself known in anticipation of desire, meaning that wisdom is eager to reveal herself to those who desire her. Fourth, whoever watches for her at dawn shall not be disappointed, meaning that those who seek wisdom diligently and earnestly will earn a hope fulfilled fifth taking thoughts of wisdom is the perfect of prudence meaning that in the book of wisdom chapter 6 verses 12 through 16 we find a passage that speaks to us on the 32nd Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year A. This passage is consistent with the genre of Hellenistic literature that wisdom belongs to, which proposes to instruct and encourage the Jewish people who lived in Alexandria, Egypt, in a time of cultural and religious diversity. Far from their homeland, The Jews in Alexandria faced the challenge of staying faithful to their ancestral traditions and beliefs while being exposed to many other ideas and practices that could lead them astray or make them doubt their Jewish faith. In today's reading, the admonition is addressed not to kings of Israel, but to foreign kings and judges who rule over multitudes and boast of many nations. Although these foreign rulers may have a reasonable sense that their rule was won through blood inheritance or conquering their foes, the Lord reminds them in the next verse that your dominion was given to you from the Lord. And your sovereignty from the Most High, who will search out your works and inquire into your plans, because as servants of his kingdom, you did not rule rightly, nor kept the law, nor walk according to the purposes of God. So, before we transition to the admonition in today's reading, The writer points to God as having the right to admonish, because he is the one from whom their authority comes to rule. He is a judge who judges all, therefore it is he whom they must obey. Now that the authority of God to admonish the ruler has been established, The message of mercy is also made clear. God appears to be compassionately interested in helping the ruler rule by teaching him wisdom so that they will not offend him and by offending him harm his people saying in verse 9 To you then, O monarchs, my words are directed. That you may learn wisdom and not transgress. However, before he teaches them wise things, he offers eight statements about who wisdom is. First, wisdom is unfading and resplendent, meaning that she does not diminish or lose value over time second wisdom is readily perceived by those who love her meaning that wisdom is actively sought after third wisdom makes herself known in anticipation of desire meaning that Wisdom is eager to reveal herself to those who desire her. Fourth, whoever watches for her at dawn shall not be disappointed, meaning that those who seek wisdom diligently and earnestly will earn a hope fulfilled. Fifth, taking thoughts of wisdom is the perfect of prudence, meaning that contemplating wisdom leads to the highest form of carefulness and discretion. Six, whoever for her sake keeps vigil shall quickly be free from care, meaning that those who stay awake or alert for the sake of wisdom will be quickly freed from worries. Seventh, wisdom makes her rounds, seeking those worthy of her. Meaning, wisdom is actively discerning to qualify those who seek her. In eighth, wisdom graciously appears to them along the way it meets them with all solicitude, meaning that wisdom is not only sought after, but also comes to meet those who seek her with care and concern. The sixth point about how the pursuit of wisdom causes us to keep vigil with her and stay awake and alert is a teaching that Jesus alluded upon in the parable of the ten virgins in today's Gospel reading from Matthew, chapter 25, verses 1 through 13, saying, The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five very wise. When taking their lamps, the foolish ones brought no oil with them. But the wise brought a flask, boy. This is just one way how the readings at Mass this Sunday connect to the liturgy and how the liturgy is forming us how to live our lives in the world. Be in the world which you have received through the liturgy. I am David L. Gray. Visit me online at davidlgray.info for more content and context about the liturgical sense of the scriptures.